gives you two choices when it throws everything at you. You can let it swallow you whole or you take those lemons. And as the old saying goes, you turn it into sweet, delicious lemonade. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. Welcome to Lemonade. I'm your host, Elizabeth O'Neill, and I'll be sharing the incredible stories from inspiring people who've turned the hardest times in their life, their lemons into lemonade. Because let's be real, we all want to know how they did it, the lessons they learnt, and what life is like sipping limoncello on the other side. Let's get juicing. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Midweek Squeeze. I hope you're all having a wonderful week so far. It is so beautiful in Melbourne at the moment because it is cold and rainy and grisly and overcast and that is just the best isolation weather. There's something about when it's all sunny and beautiful outside that makes me feel like I'm missing out. But this kind of weather just gives me full permission to relax, chill out, be in my trackies, do work from the couch if I see fit. It's just, yeah, I really love it. So it's gorgeous right now at the moment. I want to start off by thanking everyone for their beautiful birthday messages and for the people who enjoyed the 30 lessons I've learned by the age of 30 midweek squeeze last week. I appreciate everything that all the beautiful words and all the beautiful comments that I got. And I'm so glad that people enjoyed that episode. It was really um, fun. I don't know if fun's the right word. It was really cool to put together and it was really illuminating for me. And I, I know, learned a lot and it helped me put a lot of things into perspective and I guess realize how far I've come as well. So I'm so glad that that was received well. For this episode of the Midweek Squeeze, I wanted to discuss patterns and that's came from, that was actually came from a listener who sent me a message about this and I thought what a brilliant topic to discuss, especially because it's been so prevalent in my life because I've really become really aware of my patterns over the last few weeks in particular. And I wanted to kickstart the discussion around patterns and patterning with uh, a story that happened to me a few weeks ago. Basically, I was asleep. And I woke up at 5am, checked the time and saw a message from my friend who'd sent me a text just after I'd fallen asleep. Hence why I didn't see it. And it said, hey, I need to tell you something. And obviously, waking up at 5am, there was no point responding straight away saying, what is it? What have you got to tell me? So it meant that I read this at 5 and there was nothing I could do for a few hours until this person woke up. And so I became completely paralyzed with anxiety and fear for what it was going to be. And I could feel it overtaking and engulfing my whole body. I could feel my heart rate racing. I felt sweaty palms. I had sweaty palms. I felt nauseous. I felt like I could not possibly get back to sleep. I felt completely stressed and anxious and overwhelmed. And then my brain then started racing with what it could possibly be. And it came up with so many wonderful examples of all the terrible things that it's likely I'm going to be told and then running through what I'm going to do in every scenario that could be and how I'm going to react to every scenario. And the reason why I felt like that is because I feel, felt like in that moment there was something I didn't know and it felt like I was about to be caught out and made to feel stupid. Um, everyone knew something that I didn't know and that something was going to come to disrupt my foundation, which was feeling pretty stable at this time. And basically it stemmed from a core belief that I don't trust that I can handle whatever life throws at me. 
All of this comes from the affair, comes from the fact that I have been betrayed and I've been cheated on and you and if anyone has experienced that, you'll know that feeling of feeling like you're the last to know and you and you feel stupid that everyone knew something that you didn't. And um, you then go, I think a protective mechanism from that is to then want to know everything that's ever going on because if you know everything, you're not going to be called out again and you're going to be kept safe. So that was the why getting it, reading it, getting a text saying, hey, I need to tell you something. Then reading that and having no power to know what it was for a few hours meant I was behind the eight ball again. I was going to be caught out. I was going to look stupid and I couldn't possibly handle it. So true power is in noticing these patterns and asking yourself why you were reacting like that. And my why is, as I said just then, is because I am used to, you know, I, I developed that coping mechanism of feeling like I was the last to know from being cheated on to, okay, now I have to make sure that never happens again because that felt so bad and that felt so unsafe and that felt so unstable and that was so painful as well. But as Byron Katie says, is your response rooted in the past or the future? Are you responding because of a trigger from the past or fear what might happen in the future? And that's exactly what was happening in that moment. Where is that anxiety coming from? It's coming from being betrayed, feeling I was, like I was the last to know, panicking. It, and I used to panic every time someone told me they had something to tell me because what used to happen is every time someone said that, it was usually followed up with something that was a blow to me and something that was difficult to handle. And then I go into the future. What's this going? What's this revelation? What's this? What's this thing this person has to tell me going to mean for my future, for my son's future? How is this news going to rock our foundations? How long will it take for me for, to get over it? How painful is it going to feel? And then it goes into, well, I'm due for a big shock. Everything's been pretty good. Here we go. I'm ready. I'm bracing for it. And that's what your body is going into. You can feel that flight or fight response of I'm ready. I'm either going to fight it or I'm going to run away. And it was like, okay, I was prepared to run away, but now I'm here. I'm ready for it. Hit me with it. But the realization is that I'm fine. Everything is fine. And whatever it is I'm about to be told, I'll be able to handle it just like I have every other single time in my past. I've survived 100% of my bad days and I'm in a much better place now. I have a tool belt at my disposal, people I can speak to. I am much more resilient than I used to be. But that only came to me when I really sat in these feelings of my heart racing, the nauseous belly going... Um, the tingly extremities, the sweaty palms. When I really sat into that, the realization is that of course I am fine. And of course, whatever it is that I'm going to be told, I will be able to handle. And once you get really, once you sit in that and really get into the why behind it, and listen to the stories you're telling yourself, like my stories were, this has happened in the past that time. Remember, I was told this and how that felt. Um, and then how that impacted my future. I need to avoid that. I need to run away or I need to fight. That's as simple as, simple as that sounds. That's basically what our brains are doing. So I listened to the stories I was telling myself using it where I was using examples from my past to piece together what might happen in the future. And once I really realized what I was doing and how and why I was responding how I was and where that was coming from, 
it made me realize I'm way more powerful than the patterns that are trying to keep me safe but are actually keeping me small and are actually keeping me fearful. My body is used to going into overdrive because that's what it learned to do once upon a time for a period of time where I was dealing with something new, some kind of crisis pretty much every single day. And I'm not even exaggerating. There was a few months there where there was always something new and horrendous that I was dealing with. So that's what it became used to. But it also meant that this emotional hit that I was buying into of being prepared to fight or being prepared to um, run away, of being prepared for the next blow meant that this old pattern also became a bit addictive. It was like this incredible cocktail of hormones that the body was feeding me so that when everything kind of calmed down and was normal again, my body was in a craving that kind of hit again, even though it was painful, even though it was awful. I didn't know how to just be in the moment and just be grateful that everything is okay and just live like nothing is around the corner lurking. So when we look beyond our patterning, the stories we're telling us, that emotional hit that we may or may not be subconsciously seeking, we can then quieten that chatter. We can then hear that voice, that inner self, that inner knowing, that higher self, a part of us that can see the very best version of ourselves, but is you and it's usually calm and it usually tells us everything is okay. And it but it gets drowned out by that loudmouth, egocentric dude at the party who shouts over the top of everyone and doesn't listen to everyone's point of view, which is essentially just the ego. And we can tap into that deep sense of self that's always there. It's always waiting for you to listen to it. If only we would just be quiet enough to hear what it has to say. And sometimes I get it. It can be really difficult and it can be feel impossible to get deep enough and quiet enough to hear what it's got to say. But I guarantee you every single time you quieten that chatter and you get to know what it's got to say, it's got something insightful and it's got the answers and it's telling you that everyone, everything is going to be okay because it is going to be okay. So when I tapped into that higher self, inner knowing, whatever you want to call it, um, source, universe, God, I don't know, whatever, you, whatever feels comfortable for you. Once I tapped into that, I love calling it my higher self. I knew I was safe. I knew I was going to be okay. And I told myself that. I told myself over and over and over, you know, you've experience 100% of your bad days and survived. You're going to be safe. You are okay. Nothing is wrong. Thank you, anxiety, for being there and trying to protect me because sometimes it can be really useful to actually talk to your anxiety. Thank you for trying to protect me and look after me, but I am safe. I can handle this and I trust that I'm going to be able to handle whatever it is that I'm going to be told. And once I affirmed all of this to myself, once I tapped into that inner knowing, that higher self and and sought all its incredible wisdom, I then knew it was going to be okay. okay. And after experiencing pretty intense anxiety, I actually soothed, soothed myself to go back to sleep for a couple of more hours. My son wasn't up. Why the hell would I get up at 5am if he's not up? And then, of course, when I woke up, And I texted this person back and said, oh, what is it? And they replied, it ended up being the most 
freaking boring news. <laughs> Not life altering to me in the slightest. It was about something separate, just something they thought I would find interesting, but nothing directly relevant to my life whatsoever. And how many times does that happen in our life where we work ourselves up about something, piece together fragments of information like a jigsaw puzzle to confirm what we think we know from things from the past, from things from the future, from things that people told us, the things that we think are going to happen. Then when we find out the real story, it's nothing at all like we imagined and it's probably usually pretty mundane and boring. Now, that is just one example of me becoming aware of my patterning and that's something all of us are capable of doing. And it's once we become aware of what's... If you, if I'd said this to you two, for two years ago, I would, would have had no idea that that was my patterning, that was my conditioning. That's how I was responding because of factors that might have happened once upon a time. I never would have had that insider awareness. But now I am. And now I get really curious as to why I'm reacting the way I am. And I have the ability to soothe myself as well. And as my therapist said, learning to trust ourselves instead of trying to control other people to make us feel safe. We have to have that trust for ourselves, which is a very slow process, which is very gradual. And especially when something traumatic might have happened, like there could be an affair or something along those lines where you were caught out by something that you didn't know and you believed that something was a certain way only to find out it wasn't that at all. That can really rock and disintegrate any trust in yourself or any trust in your perception of a situation or any trust of believing what is unfolding before you is actually what is unfolding and that people don't have any kind of ulterior motives as well. So really good mantra to repeat if you feel me, if you can feel patterning coming up that is ready to be worked through, that is ready to be chipped away at, that is ready to be questioned. You could say to yourself, I trust I can navigate whatever comes and I will only deal with it when it comes, not worrying about it before or losing my shit after. And as my therapist also said, pain is pain and it's a vital part of life, but suffering is a resistance or avoidance of pain. And you know what? I've said this and I said this in my podcast podcast last week. I don't take back anything that happened. I don't take back anything anything I've experienced because the rich learning that came out of that is is indescribable. It's it's brought me to a place I never would have been, made me have awareness I never would have had, made me develop myself, made me grow, made me see, made me see things that I didn't see before within myself and in other people and in the world. Why would I want to take that back? This is the kind of work that people can spend decades of their life and not knowing that it's possible to feel like this and not be doing this kind of work until they're 40, 50, 60. How blessed am I that I got to start doing this when I was in my mid-20s and I'm now 30 and it's still this ever unfolding process where I'm still learning more and more every single day and I'm hungry to learn more every day as well. So surrender, let it happen. Most times it'll be your imagination running away from you and it'll be a boring story anyway with little to no relevance in your life. But get really curious. Discover your own patterning, conditioning that's keeping you small or could be contributing to some anxiousness or distress or depression or just generally be really unhelpful for your life. What can be tweaked so you can respond from the present moment with full trust in your ability to handle any hiccup that will come? 
It's not a matter of if it will come. There's always curveballs. That's what life does. It's never, we're never fully in the happy. Um, you know, happiness is just, you know, is a, is a fluctuating state. It's unrealistic to expect that all of the time. There's always going to be something, but we have to, I guess, develop the tools in the meantime when life is okay to be able to handle those unexpected curveballs. So how I brought awareness to my patterns is I journal a shitload because the insight you get from that is incredible. And especially journaling when something feels, when you have a little niggle or something doesn't feel quite right, that can be really helpful to unpack exactly what's going on. Any kind of meditation or mindfulness helps you go inward to see what's happening. Working with a really good therapist to illuminate patterns, watching them happen in real time, then applying what you've learned because, you know, we can study all we want, but it's only going to be useful when something actually happens and we can apply these learnings. Then we can see where we've got to grow, what we've got to improve on um, and what we've done really well at as well. Also, it's really important to forgive yourself. If you buy, if you are buy, if you do buy into the patterns or that emotional hit every now and then, we are human. I do it. It's natural. That still happens. And forgive yourself when it does, and know you'll do better next time. And lastly, take care of yourself in every single way. It can feel removed that eating well and nourishing your body and exercising. What the hell does that got to do with patterning? What's that got to do with self development? It can't be underestimated the link between fully taking care of yourself because you believe you deserve to be taken care of, you deserve to be healthy, you deserve for your mental health to be um, taken care of. That's linked to knowing you also deserve to know why you're responding in certain ways you do. You forgive yourself for for responding like you did in the past and you love yourself enough to let it go and and develop and evolve into a more conscious, evolved being. Um, It is all linked. It all goes hand in hand. You can't be doing this kind of work and snacking on McDonald's every night. Healthy mind, healthy body. It's every single layer. If you want to be healthy mentally, you have to be healthy physically. You have to be healthy. And I mean physically in the sense of what you're feeding yourself and what how you're moving yourself and, and how you're treating yourself. And that also links into spiritual health and emotional health. It's all one. Your whole body is all one. They're not separate. So I hope that helps this week. I hope you enjoyed that please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram if you've got any thoughts or musings that you'd like to share with me or anything you'd like me to to discuss in future midweek squeezes. You can hit me up at Elizabeth O'Neill. As always, as I always say every week, if you have a spare second to leave a review and hit five stars and subscribe, I'd be so appreciative. This whole podcast is run by little old me. I produce it. I edit it. I um, spend so many hours each week unpaid bringing, putting this content out there because I truly believe uh, this could help people and it's the kind of stuff I would have wanted to have heard a few years ago. Um, so, you know, your support helps it grow and helps it reach people that perhaps really need to hear this kind of content, just like you might or just like you might have once upon a time and just like I would have once upon a time too. So thank you once again. Have a wonderful rest of the week and I'll be back with part two of the incredible Khadija Blah's story. If you haven't listened to Monday's episode, I can't stress going and listening to that more, especially before part two comes out on Monday. She is absolutely insane. I've had that many people just 
send me messages with the mind blown emoji. That woman is insanely incredible. And, you know, she's a true testament and proof that you can overcome any adversity and you can thrive after it and you can use what you've learnt to be of service and to help other people and everything will be okay. So please, please, please have a listen to it and I'd love to know what you think. Thanks, guys. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.